five nights with Smash Africa. Smash Africa. It's time for us to get into fine art and dine. And tonight's guest is none other than Madonsela Towazani. Uh, South African, um, who graduated from Artist Proof Studio, and uh, he's a, he's a multi-talented artist, mural artist, painter, printmaker, and all-round happy, always laughing guy. Welcome to Five Nights, my brother. How do you do? Thank you so much for having me, brother. Um, I'm good. A bit cold, <laughs> but I'm good. Um, just trying to take it easy. That's good. Um, yeah. I think I I met you a year and a half ago. I got invited yeah, I um, got invited to uh, your exhibition. I couldn't yeah. stay long, but I had a brief conversation with you. Little did I know that uh, in 2022, I would be hosting you on this new feature of ours called Fine Art and Dine. And I want to say thank you for joining us and making time, bro. Now we can um. chop it. Now we can <laughs> chop it up. <laughs> <laughs> so so my my first question is how often do you do interviews sure um you know what i'm it's very it's, it's not something i do like all the time mm. um i think it's something that i only do or i get to do when i have a project coming up mm. you know um, and even then it depends how much i want to push the project but um it's not often that i get to do um, um, interview. Is it is it because the mystery behind the artist, or is it just like I let the work talk for itself, bro? Like I don't know, I don't know about talking about my work. <laughs> what's what's the reason for that? You know, with with interviews just like this one, uh, most of the time you get invited. Mm. Um, you get invited to speak about the work. Um, that you're doing, but I think it does have a bit to do with like the mystery um, of the work. Mm. You know, you, you want people to look at the work and kind of interpret the work in their own way. You know what I mean? Without you speaking for the work. I always refer to myself as, as just a messenger, you know, someone who who is able to um, uh, collect stories mm. and kind of put them together on canvas, you know, just present them to the people. And I let people um, kind of speak for the work, you know, kind of like give their own opinion when it comes to the work. You know, so I always try not to interfere with that process. All right, cool. I just I just needed yeah. to break the ice on that level because between <laughs> you and I, um, yeah. I, 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 I asked you to listen to the interview I did with uh, Justice Mukeli. And, yeah. and obviously, just to give you an idea how this conversation is going to go. So let's yeah, take it yeah. back, way sure. back. <laughs> in, in 1994, you must have been six years old. Um, mm-hmm. South Africa is, is a changing South Africa. Freedom is here. And as a six-year-old, I, I don't imagine that you know much or you are thinking much about this freedom that, that comes through. But I know at six years old, Something must have happened at school to tell you that you are a talented artist. Did it start mm. that early or was it a situation of later? Because I had to go back, way back there. <laughs> mm. I think, you know, um, I think one of the very um, privileges that I had was to grow up around a community, you know, um, a community 
where you're able to express yourself on the streets, you know, playing with other kids, you know. And one of the things we had to do as kids was to, you know, try and stand out, you mm-hmm. know, um, you know, whether it's like making toys with our hands, which is what we did the most, you know, or telling stories, you know, there were funny kids, there were talented kids, you know, there were kids who were good in soccer and all of that, you know. So I'd say that was a privilege to me, you know, although at the time I did not know this was or could be a career mm. or a talent at all. You know, it was just like something that I was interested in as a, as a kid, which is drawing, you know. Um, so I would say, um, looking back, I think that is where it all started, you know. Um, family kind of uh, helps you through this whole thing, this whole journey, mm. you know. Um, and it was the same with my family, where they realized I could draw, and um, but they didn't know how far they could take this, mm. you know. So it's something I just carried on doing until I'd say high school. Mm. That's when I realized I can actually make a career out of this, you know. So I can safely say it started then, um, primary school during yeah. those years. Yeah. Yeah. Now at the age of social media, where we are seeing um, those who are talented in the art of drawing, uh, doing um, fan art. Do you remember the first famous person you drew on a piece of paper? (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think that the the first, you know, at at first I didn't think I was going to draw like um, uh, figures, like um, faces of people and all of that. I was very much interested in in, in buildings and architecture and all of those things. Mm You know, but at a later stage, um, I realized that um, I actually love telling stories more, you mm-hmm. know, than drawing buildings or designing buildings. Mm-hmm. You know, so I remember the first person, I'm not trying to expose my <laughs> Bro, I just told the whole <laughs> world. I've told the whole, the whole world that you are as old as I am. <laughs> So, the first, one of the first people that I did um, was um, was Nelson Mandela's uh, portrait. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So, I, was, I mean, it was the easiest to draw, you know, um, even if you get it wrong, but you could still figure out this is, um, this is Nelson Mandela, you know. So, it was one of those first um, pro, um, portraits I drew. Oh man, I really love that, yeah. and I bet yeah. that information is not even available on the internet. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> you had to sit down with yeah. me to share it with the world. I love that, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So, so now we gotta fast forward um, because we we took it back. We fast forward now to high school. You're about to complete high school, and you're about to matriculate. The conversations you are having with your parents about your future in terms of which career path you'd like to follow, um, what your dreams and aspirations are, how did those conversations grow? Uh, how did those go- conversations go, bro? You know, um, I, I don't know if, if, if um, we, we, I had that conversation at all with my parents. Um, you know, unfortunately, like, the family structure was not a very normal one, you know? Um, and so I didn't, I never had that privilege of like sitting down. Like both my parents are still alive, very much alive, mm. and we have a very good relationship. But um, I never had the privilege of going um, growing up under the same roof with them, with both of them, mm. you know? And so I think one of the 
uh, uh, things I'm very grateful for is um, them allowing me the freedom to just be, you know. Mm. Um, I was raised by my grandmother mm. uh, in Pumalanga, and then I later moved to Joburg uh, for high school. Um, kind of not yeah, it was exactly. But I think this is where my eyes kind of opened up and my vision kind of broadened when I came here. Um, growing up in Troyville, you know, there was just art everywhere. Mm. There were artists everywhere, actors everywhere, you know. So it kind of made it easy for me to gain more information and kind of to just like express myself as a kid, you know. Um, and I think when I came to Joburg, um, I lived with my mother, um, who also just allowed me to be, you know. She could tell that I'm a very talented child and that was the route I was going to take, you know. And, you know, growing up on the streets, you know, I, I met a lot of people who gave me, like, a lot of advice, um, who referred me to a lot of places um, that helped me. You know, places like Artistry Studio, Johannesburg Art Gallery, you know, um, Spaza Art Gallery, you know, all of that combined kind of shaped the person that I am now. So I can um, safely say that the, the, the streets, with the support of my family, you know, um, really helped me become the person that I am right now. Now, your art has been recognized. It's been celebrated. You've had multiple exhibitions, um, solo exhibitions, group exhibitions. I want to I wanna talk about how much of that do you attribute it to the people you know? Because you touched on it just now in that question. And mm. how much of... Uh, that is based on the work they have seen you do because I can only imagine like you know um, galleries don't just let anybody showcase (laughs) how how did you get your foot in Mm. sure Um, I I obviously went to um, different institutions so uh, the first place I went to after high school was um uh, Spaza Art Gallery. Mm. Um, I went to Spaza Art and I spoke to um, the late Andrew Lindsay, who owns um, Spaza Art. And um, he allowed me to to hang around at the gallery, help out. And I'll say that was my first um, experience with, with, with like commercial art and just learning how to tell the story. I met a lot of artists, amazing artists. Mm. You know, and, and through that, I was then referred to um, Johannesburg Art Gallery. From there, I went to Artist Roof Studio, which really, really changed my life. You know, and I think, I think through the help of, of Artist Roof uh, Studio and um, the program that I did there for, for like four years, I then gained enough information and um, to, to kind of submit work to different galleries. Mm. So I can say they, they, they kind of paved the way for us. You know, there's quite a lot of um, um, artists that I know who, who train there. So they paved the way for us to kind of present ourselves in, in the manner that we do now. So it kind of made it easy for us to, to be recognized by different um, galleries. So I'd say that, that's how it started. And obviously, right now, through the, the, the help of um, social media, it's easy for galleries to go through social media and see who is, um, I wouldn't say popular, but who is making noise, mm, you know? Mm, um, and then 
from there they contact you and then you submit the work and and i think it, it all starts from there you know um yeah so for me that 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 was the journey that's how it, it actually all started you know why i asked you that question because what when you know when you grow up in the hustle and bustle of johannesburg mm. cbd mm. you are wired different especially yeah. if your talent has been encouraged has been honed over times and you get mm. into this space you want to mm. stand out you just don't want to be another person that they overlook like just a number yeah. you know yeah. so so I'm, yeah. i'm glad that you you make it very clear that you're standing on shoulders of giants and you you wouldn't have mm. done this with the help and the assistance of others just lending an ear and hopefully yeah. someone listening will also understand that concept of if you want to go far you got to take a tribe of people doing it alone sure. is just going to it's just going to wear you off man so so thank you yeah. for that now yeah. let's bring it back to now um <laughs> we're looking at <clears throat> we're looking at South Africa with many societal issues um and um with your art you focus on the human identity the conversations you you have with your work whether internally whether spiritually whether mentally from when you start a piece of work to when you finish what are those conversations and what are your thought your thought what is your thought process rather because you're so heavy on what is happening in our society i i could even liken you to a songwriter but i don't want to assume <laughs> <laughs> that you yeah, you are that yeah. but i'm interested to know what what goes on in your in your head when you are creating this 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 body of work from start to completion to where you actually showcase it and share it with the world Mm. Sure, very interesting question and um you know when when we started just now you asked um who what what was the um, who was the first person I drew like a fan art you know and I mentioned um Nelson Mandela mm-hmm. you know um it's very easy to 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 look at a um um smash for example mm-hmm. and, and 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 draw his portrait you know because um he he tells stories he delivers um different kinds of stories every day so he's an influential figure mm. you know it's very easy to do that you know but i had to sit down with myself and say okay i can draw um i'm very talented obviously and but what story am i telling and how am i telling that story you know so that was like one of the very early conversations i've had to have with myself mm. um hence you see the faces that you see um on on, on my painting um it is a very unique kind of um identity you know, that I have I've had to to come up with you know so living in Joburg Joburg is a very busy city mm. you know walking on the streets you collect different stories you see different movements and different images you know different languages um so for me it it just takes being present um being aware of what's happening around you and then collecting all of that and then um finding a way to kind of portray that in a way that does not offend anyone anyone but in a way that also sparks different um conversations so i would look at different situations and say 
how can I create a piece in a way that will spark different conversations and hopefully come to a certain um, solution? If it's if it's a political issues, if it's like um, all of the challenges that you kind of face with it at the moment. So I look around and I make sure that I'm present, and then I think of myself as someone who's just been sent to tell and deliver those stories. Mm. You know, mm. um, so it's it a very complicated um, process, but I'm fortunate enough to have, I'd say, a louder voice to be able to present that. Mm. You know, mm. but yeah, it just it just takes listening, being present, and 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 delivering a story in in a, in a very honest way, in mm. a very genuine way. You know, mm. Mm. I really yeah. I really love that. Let's talk about your routine. Um, if you want to get anything done, you need to have a routine. Full stop. If you mm. if you want to be a success in life, you don't have a routine. I things will fall, bruh. Because <laughs> routine means organization. So what is your routine like? What time do you wake up? What time do you go to sleep? And what happens in between all of that? Hmm. Um, so this started during my artistry studio days uh, where I used to have like uh, a formal job um, where I would have to go to work in the morning, come back and then do my, 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 my work for like um, artistry studio and all of that. And so it kind of messed up with my routine a bit. Mm. Um, and I kind of got used to sleeping really late. Mm. Like I'm talking in the a.m., like 2 a.m., um, which then leads to me waking up a bit late. Mm. You know, so um, I, I usually wake up um, to around 10, mm-hmm. um, 10 a.m. Um, and then when I wake up, first thing I have to have um, coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, have coffee and and the one thing I always do is just to sit and relax in in complete silence, <laughs> you know. Um, and the reason for that is because I, I I I think a lot, you know. These images all come from my head, you know, and and I think a lot. I don't sketch, um, so I just go straight to the canvas and just paint. And I'd say after that, maybe an hour or so of just complete silence. I then run my errands, whatever I need to do for the day, and I go straight to the studio after that. Mm. Um, it takes me about like two hours, and then I go to the studio at around 12, get there, start painting at around 1, until until very late. <laughs> oh, man. You know, so, yeah, so it's always the same thing every day. I don't usually um, have a specific start time and finish time when it comes to painting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just go on and on. Sometimes I just go on until like the morning, um, and yeah. Let me tell um, you. <clears throat> let me tell you an interesting um, conversation I was I was having with my family over the weekend. Um, mm. I've discovered the concept of time for me uh, over the past month is that the sun rises and the sun um, sets. Yeah. So so there is light and then there's darkness. Whatever mm. happens in between is it can be whatever you want it to yeah. be. Certain things you can't do when there's no light. Certain things mm. you can't do when it's dark. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, um, so, so like uh, when 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 I, when you say when you paint, you don't have time. I completely understand it because yeah. you could yeah. easily be in a space of light, and you're like, yeah. I like the sun which sets as a, at a certain time. This light I'm in doesn't set mm. until it sets which does mm. not have 
a three o'clock or a four yeah. o'clock or you yeah. know what I mean? So I just I'm thought with you. I think yeah. I, I was just wanted to add that um you know before I took on um visual art um as a full time uh, career, I I did a couple of things. I used to work for um hotels, um and I just hated the, the nine to five um kind of mentality, you know, where I had to wake up at a certain time, um, do all of my tasks between nine and five. Mm. You know, and the reason for that is because um sometimes I'll just be active um from three PM, you know. Mm. Um nine to three I'm just sluggish, I don't feel like doing anything. And unfortunately, uh, my job would not allow me for that um, to do that, mm. you know. And I kind of hated that idea mm. of, 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 you know, finish a job by five, you know. And, and I think when I resigned, I then said to myself, just take it easy, listen to your body, you know, allow things to just happen. Of yeah. course, with your control, um, you can control a few other things, but um, just allow things to unfold, you know. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I cool. Let's talk about let's talk about collaboration, bro. Um I love collaborating. Um I, I love stories that, that 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 come from collaborations. What is the biggest lesson you've learned uh, from from uh, collaborate from collaborating with others and your co-collaborators? Sure. Um, um one thing I've learned especially as, as a painter is that I look at myself as just a designer, really. Mm. Um, someone who designs ideas. I remember there was a client who came to my studio at one time, and they said, "You know, when I look at your work, I see, I see product. Mm. You know, I mm. see." And they started saying all of these things, and it was something I'd never seen before or thought of before. Mm. You know, and it kind of reminded me of how we can only do so much as a people. You know, um, I need to appreciate the fact that I am just a painter and that's enough mm. and then allow the next person to see something else out of the work that i do because there's someone there who, who sees products in my work but they can't paint you know so i think the beauty of being able to collaborate with other people allows you to give life to to your product to give life to your idea you know mm. um and i think that's one thing i've picked up with with, with the work that we do and I've just allowed myself to to accept the fact that I, I'm in a chain, you mm, know. Mm, mm. I, I paint and I have to hand over and allow myself to hand over to the next person mm. and respect them for their idea and for what they are good at, you know. Um, so I, I, I think that's like one of the major um, um, lessons I'm, I'm, I've learned through, through collaboration. Now, with your, um, like you said, multiple career paths, <laughs> mm. you're not mm. that old. <laughs> I just wanna, I just wanna put it out there. Um, yeah. What, wh- what are your thoughts on formal education versus street education, and how it is viewed in the the business world? Hmm. Sure. You know, first I wanna say, it's crazy how the two go hand in hand. You know, um, I grew up in, and I spent most of my life in Joburg. Mm. And I learned most of what I know in Joburg, mm. you know. But what I've learned about um, street education is that you will have a good product, 
But if you are not able to communicate with the next person and articulate yourself well enough to, you know, just in order for you for your idea to go to the next level, if you are not able to communicate that, then all you have is just a good idea, you know, and that's what Pete teaches you. It teaches you to come up with um, 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 good ideas, um, think on your toes and all of that. But then how do you then polish your idea? How do you hand it to the next person? How do you um, distribute your idea? And that's where I say formal education comes in, you know, where you are able to not only just um, be the only person who's able to to create the work, but kind of be able to, to share the work, mm. you know? Um, I always say that um, I don't want to be the only one who's able to do what I do. You know, of course, I'm the only one who can paint the way I do. But what else? What if my, my, my hands fall off, for example? You mm, know, mm, does mm. it mean um, I'm now able, I'm not able to now um, communicate my message? You know, and I think that's where formal education then comes in, where how do I multiply my skills? You know, mm. how do I communicate it to more than one person? You know, um, then formal education um, comes in. And I think also it, it, it's very important to be able to point at a person or to appoint a person who can take your idea further, mm. you know. And, and I think formal education plays a very important role when it comes to that. You know, um, when you need assistance and you need to hire a team or come up with a team, you, you kind of need to know, you don't just want to hire a manager or a studio manager. Yes. You want to be able to appoint a person who, who would be good um, um, to your business, you know. And yeah, like I said, like, um, that's where formal education comes in. That's how I do category. I really, lo- I really love that. I, really, yeah. I truly love that, man. It's one yeah. of easily my favorite questions to ask when we, when we do these sit-downs. Bro, mm-hmm. um, I really appreciate you. Um, and you've got like two minutes to, <laughs> to tell me what the future looks like, according to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, whether it's your work, what you see in the world, it doesn't matter. It's according to you. What does the future look like, according to you? Um, I think I, I'm, I'm, I'm so in love with the continent, man. I love, I love Africa. And I think right now the one thing I want to focus in, um, on is just having different shows around the, around the continent. Mm. Um, I'm working on something now in, in Nigeria. And so that's where I want to start. And then I'm just going to move around and see how far I go. But that is the, the biggest goal for me. I think the stories need to be shared. You know, um, but right now I am working on my show for later this year. Um, we'll confirm the date on via social media and other platforms. Um, so yeah, that, that's my focus right now. Um, different shows around the continent. You know, Sanel musician. Sanel musician, yes. <laughs> He's doing something really dope with Africa, um, in and around the continent. Now that you mentioned that, maybe. Yeah. I should invite you guys to collaborate since I know both of you guys. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there in the universe. 
Whoever's yeah. got the money to fund this thing, come on, let's make it work. Togo Zani, my brother, thank you so much for the yeah, for man, for being you. the light. Thank you so much for your art. Thank you so much for your talent, and most importantly, thank you so much for being a part of history with uh, fine art and dine on five nights. I really appreciate you, bro. Thank you so much for the invite, brother. Thank you. Appreciate it. Smash Africa on five.